0: Hey everyone! We're Brie and Haley, two friends building a safe space that feels like grabbing drinks with a friend. Come join us and let's grab drinks! Hey friends! Welcome back to another episode of Let's Grab Drinks. So I grab a drink and hang out with us. Hey Haley! Hey Brie, how's it going today? Uh, so good. I think we can all grab a drink before we have this conversation because it's a big one. So today we're talking about having adult friendships and how it is challenging and something that kind of, you know, ebbs and flows as we go through life. And a lot of us struggle with making friends or even keeping friends. And so today we just wanted to talk about it. But since this is such a big conversation, let's first kick it off with what we would be drinking today if we were hanging out in person. So Haley, what would you be drinking?
1: Yes, I'm going to go with something I have been um, choosing often lately as my drink of choice, and that's a Moscow Mule. It's like the sweet. I like them sweet, though. And I know we defer on this, but I love (laughs) a good, sweet cocktail.
0: (laughs) And I am the opposite, and I want it to be... Strong. I can drink bourbon on the rocks or bourbon just neat, and yeah, it doesn't have to have any sugar in it. <laughs> <laughs> but what are you drinking today? Well, today, <laughs> since I am still pregnant, and uh, y'all, I, I think I say to my husband <laughs> multiple times a week, I'm like, oh, and to even you, to Haley, I'm like, oh my god, I miss drinking. <laughs> <laughs> But what I'm getting through is with a fun mocktail and that is ginger beer with a splash of cranberry and lime. So put it more heavy on the ginger beer so that way it's not too sweet and adding that lime in it as well. Now that we've got our drinks of choice, let's just dive into this. So Haley... (laughs) is how is making friends for you as an adult is it is it easy is it a struggle like me how is it going over there um it is
1: very much a struggle I I feel like unless I'm introduced to someone new and like I'm constantly being put into a position where we're all hanging out together I don't make a new friend in that sense like I'm not going out to you know the bars and meeting friends (laughs) or, or whatever it's very different like I know we're gonna get into this but it's so different from when I was you know a kid or teenager or even in college and I'll I'll talk about that later but I've definitely struggled in making friends and having like good solid friends that weren't brought to me by other people which yeah I'm not gonna say those those friendships aren't bad those are my best friends so oh yeah
0: I mean that's how you and I met yeah (laughs) it's because of a mutual friend Yeah, I I agree. It's like we have some notes over here. And for me, for myself, it was like, is making friends as an adult a struggle? And I just type, yes, laugh out loud. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it really is. I just think, you know, I don't know. Everything you said is like. Uh, when am I going out and making friends or how am I even meeting new people um I swear I saw it was probably on TikTok (laughs) um a TikTok of a girl talking about like making friends as an adult and she was like at a party or something and um she was like oh to this other girl she's like I really love the color of your shirt and the other girl was like yeah thank you me too And then she was like, all these thoughts in her brain of like, oh my gosh, she seems so cool. And I think we would really get (laughs) along and I really want to hang out. But what do I say? And then the other girl was like, okay, bye. And then they just went their separate ways. (laughs) And I feel like that happens in my brain a lot. Like even like out at coffee shops and overhearing somebody's conversation or I don't know, random things. I'm like, we should be friends. But also uh, then I don't say anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. Uh, when Stephen and I go on vacation, we didn't used to do this, but now we do where we, our goal is by the end of like the second day, we've made new friends on vacation. And that puts me so far out of my comfort zone that, and it's usually like when we're in Florida or at a resort in Jamaica or something like that. Not like when we go to New York or DC, we don't do that because you're not seeing the same people every day. It's more so like when you're at a resort. you make resort vacation friends and doing that puts me so far out of my comfort zone that usually Steven's the one that makes the friend because I'm and he's not a very outgoing person in general yeah but I'm like oh it it just makes me so uncomfortable because what do you do what do you talk about because the first thing that most people say is like oh well what do you do for a living on vacation I don't want to talk about work so
0: gosh (laughs) I have this struggle because for me, I feel like you've got it a little bit easier. Like, everybody at this yeah. point understands podcasts, knows what that is, knows what it entails. So when you're like, I'm a podcast producer, they're like, okay, that's really freaking cool. Me, when I'm like, oh, I'm a coach for bloggers and influencers. They're like, what the fuck does that <laughs> even mean? <laughs> like, okay. And I just feel... It, it just does it never goes over well and people kind of look at me with like this glazed look in their eye like oh okay so she's a stay-at-home housewife you know <laughs> and so like brayden and i have this conversation all the time because so when he he has the same thing right because like he does go into an office and so people ask him like oh what does your wife do and he My background is in graphic design. So he's just like, everybody understands that. And I'm like, yep, it's true. So he's like, so he just says that, oh, she's a graphic designer. Yeah. Which is fine until it's December and we're going to, I don't know if if I told you this. We went to a work Christmas party. And so I'm, I'm meeting people. This is the first time I've met people that he works with. And so it happens, right, where somebody asks me, What do I do? And my, I just tripped and like, I stumbled and like, I just, not literally, but like in my brain because I'm like, okay, did he already tell these people what I do for graphic (laughs) design? They're younger. I feel like they would kind of understand what I actually do. But I, so I, but then I was like, oh yeah, I do graphic design and And the guy was like, so nice. He's like, oh, okay, cool. So like you do freelance and, or do you work for a company? I was like, you know, yeah, I work from home and I have my own client. I'm like, I'm making, it's what I used to do, but I'm like making all this up at this point. And then I'm like, okay, now, right? Like, so going back to like having friends, I'm like, what happens then if we're like, hey, that was a really fun couple. Let's hang out with them and be friends. And I'm like, so I don't actually do that. (laughs) Yeah. So it just made being <laughs> making friends even worse.
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, I I have gotten a little better because when I first like went full time in my business, I didn't know how to explain like what podcast production does. Yeah, so for a long time I would just say like, oh, well, I um, own a photography studio because technically I do. Yes. but that it's not. Like, that's not what I do. I don't do that full time. (laughs) It's literally less than 10% of my income is photography related. And I'm like, okay, I got to get out of the mindset of calling myself a photographer or a studio owner. And so now it's gotten a lot better. And that's mostly because people, I guess during COVID especially, knew what Podcasts were and they right just like blew up during twenty twenty, yeah. which is when my business blew up and that's when I went full time. So, I yeah I think that's
0: introducing yourself <laughs> another layer of making friends at that point. Like I know yes. if we're gonna be friends based on whether or not you understand what I do for a living. Like if you have the <laughs> grasp of what I do, like even just vaguely, like okay cool. If but if you look at me like. I have no idea yeah (laughs) I just know it's gonna be an uphill battle for a little bit
1: (laughs) yes yes so I know that making friends is hard but if you have been making friends as you know in the last couple of years how how have you been making them
0: yeah um right now it's just usually through work yeah and It's hard. I mean, like that's how you and I met is through um, a mutual client that we both had. And like when I look back on friends that I'm close with, it's through something like that, mutual clients and us working together, us meeting up at a conference together or some type of meetup for bloggers and entrepreneurs. Like that's how I've met like 99% I feel like of my close friends. Yes. Yeah. Because of work, which is crazy. But honestly, I don't know why in my brain I'm like, oh, that's not great. But I'm like, but those friendships have developed so, so much and gotten so deep and so personal that I'm like, who cares how they started?
1: Yeah, that's true. Right? I mean, like the only thing I struggle with in that aspect is the boundary of like friendship versus working relationship. Oh, Um, yeah. Because I I do have – I mean, I am friends with all of my clients. There is not one that I would be like, oh, I I can't stand this client. (laughs) You know, I don't have those anymore. I stopped – that's like a whole other topic for another day. I stopped working with clients that I felt that way about. Right. But, like, I have – you know, you're a client of mine right now. Some of my other clients I have, like, daily conversations with. So I've, like, yeah. built these friendships with those clients. The boundary comes in, like, the ask of, like, uh, yep. letting it, which it has not happened in a long time. I will say that. Like, I don't know. I, I, there is a boundary there that has to be set if, you, if you're if you being paid, <sighs> yeah. I think, is the the line. Because you can have, like, colleagues that work in the same industry as you that you're friends with.
0: Right, but like
1: finding a boundary there when money is exchanged is always important too. Um, and I know that's only going to be for the entrepreneurs that are listening. (laughs) A lot of like, I loved when I worked in a corporate office, that's where I was making friends. Like one of my best friends from the last office I worked in, we are still good friends. Like we will go, we don't see each other a ton because you know, she's moved on to a different company. I'm working from home myself and she has kids that, you know, she's juggling a lot, and we're just, we'll go grab lunch at least every three months, if not more. But, you know, the, the I do miss the in-office friends more yeah. than I thought I would.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, I do think as adults, like, work has a lot to play into it, whether you're an entrepreneur, corporate, whatever it is, freelance even, It's that networking aspect of it that brings people into your life that you're able to meet. Because before that, it was like school, right? And that's, I mean, same thing. That's like more of like, that's your job when you're a kid. And that's networking with other people that are your colleagues, technically, I guess. So I think that's totally fine. I think, you know, I hear a lot and I'm interested to see what happens with becoming a mom. It's something I've thought about lately is just curious, being curious and being open. I think that's part of it too, is just being open. Like if you're in a p- place in life where you're, you have the capacity to have more friends or to have other friends in your life, then just being, just like kind of telling the universe or telling, you know, tell, saying out loud that like you're open to it and that you're open to any friends that come your way, I think is a lot, a big part of it. And I know that sounds a little woo woo, but, and I'm not, what is it? I'm not a very woo, but I'm a little woo. Um <laughs> <laughs> And so I do think that's part of it. And so I have wondered, you know, what will come with being a mom and, you know, have been interested in kind of almost like that kind of excitement of knowing that in the next few years that I could meet some more friends that I'm going to end up being really super close with. And that's exciting. Yeah, that is really exciting.
1: And, and I also want to say like for anyone who is the childless friend in a sea of friends who are all having babies, cause I feel like we are at that age. I am that age where, um, oh, I didn't, I didn't say how old I was in that first episode. So I'll say it now I'm 30 (laughs) and we like all of our friends, pretty much all of our friends are either pregnant or have children. And I, it's interesting to me because I thought that would change, like completely change the way our friendships were when they didn't have kids yet. I'm shocked to see how much I enjoy seeing Steven interact with those kids and play with them and, you know, just like be the cool uncle, I guess (laughs) for now, for now. But for the, for the childless friend who is like either struggling with the friends that have had kids or not, I, I just want to say make an effort because their life has completely changed. Like they, they are prioritizing their child and it's the responsibility of being the better, the quote unquote, better friend is you don't have as much responsibility. And like, I, I don't want to say that in like a harsh way, but it comes off that way. But like, I want to encourage you to make the effort, take the time
0: to reach out,
1: you know, be the friend that you love in them. So.
0: Yeah. I think it's such a hard, it's a hard place to be. Right. Cause I mean, I'm 33 and I'm just now having A kid. And so I've been, you know, with you in that same exact position where, like, other than you, I feel like all of our friends have kids. And so it is challenging when so many of your friends do have kids. And I think, you know, what kind of comes into play for me is I know myself personally and that I can be the type of person where I feel like I'm putting 99% of the effort into the relationship. I don't know if you feel like that. And so I think there is, when it comes to like your friends having kids, I think there is 100% like a grace that needs to happen and empathy and understanding. And I hope that my friends will extend that to me. But also... I don't know. Maybe this is going to sound controversial because they're like, well, wait, just wait for Wait till you, ha-. I feel like so many things now they're <laughs> "Like, just wait till you have your kid, Bree." But honestly, as being 33, I'm like, there is one perspective that I have of is having kids older. <sighs> honestly, I do think too, that you can be the one to reach out and to extend empathy and everything and constantly be reaching out for a period of time. But there has Mm -hmm. to be a point where you're not just draining yourself in a relationship. I hope that doesn't sound harsh.
1: No, I mean, I I agree with you because I do think there are times where friends that you once were best friends with don't always, or not even best friends, good friends, don't always have to move on with you in your journey and in your life. Because, I mean, I've definitely gone through seasons where I've looked at my friends and who I was hanging out with and how I was feeling when I walked away from hanging out with them. And if I, like there, there's been friends that I personally had to decide myself of like, I don't know that we are a good fit to be friends anymore. And whether it was, you know, I'm making, I'm the only one making an effort or Um, I just don't enjoy, you know, being around them and the negativity they bring because that's a big thing for me is being around friends who are constantly negative impacts how I feel and I don't, I don't enjoy that. And so I, it's silly, but I'll like go through a test period of like, okay, if I don't reach out or hang out with them for a while, how am I feeling? Am I feeling better? And it sucks. It really sucks because The friends that I've had to do that with, it does suck to have to like realize that in your own life and make that decision. And even when they reach out and they're like, hey, we haven't hung out in a while and you don't really know what to say yeah, (laughs) like that, I don't have an answer for, but yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let's dive into that a little bit more then. I mean, how has navigating friendships as an adult changed for you?
1: Yeah. I, I think back to like college and college was basically whoever was around you in your dorm in just your circle of friends that, you know, you randomly met on the first day of college that became your friend group. And like, I think a lot of that was out of convenience. Like we are friends because it's convenient. You're right here. And I won't say like two of my best friends, I met in college and well 3 of my best friends really because I worked a coworker <laughs> was one of them and we're still best friends today. But like I think even those friendships could get tested because one of my friends from college and I we laugh about it now but we didn't speak for almost 2 years. And oh, wow. She like there was zero reason, no falling out, it was literally we stopped prioritizing talking. Like we didn't make an effort and like that's on both of us and so in 20 it was January of 2022 I got COVID and I was sitting there and I was just like I'm bored out of my mind who am I (laughs) going to talk to so I was like you know what I think today is her birthday so I sent her a text and I was like, I know it's been two years since I talked to you because the last text message was two years ago to me and I didn't respond and there was no reason to not respond. And I was just like, happy birthday. How are you doing? (laughs) And she was like, I've been thinking about you, blah, blah, blah. So we started a tradition of like going to brunch once a month up until a couple months ago when we both got super busy and we're doing it like once a quarter now. But I think the navigating is you have to prioritize and like put forth an effort in adult friendships because, I mean, I have a solid group of local friends and I have a solid group of online friends like you. And I think in exploring the online friendships and the long distance friendships has taught me like, if I'm not making an effort, my friendships aren't going to grow because it's not just about location. It's not about convenience. It's about who you connect with, who you want to be friends with and how you want to show up in someone else's life and how you want Mm. them to show up in your life. And for me, like I, I'm going to attribute a lot of the credit to you because I honestly feel like, you know, when we met in person for the first time, it was June of 2021 when we had known each other and worked together for a couple of years, maybe two years by then a year and a half. And I remember like we bonded almost (laughs) instantly in person. And then I was like, gosh, I wish Brie lived close to me so we could actually be friends. And then I don't even remember how we started talking on Marco Polo, but we started talking daily and it got to the point where I was like, okay, it's not based on location. I got to stop saying like the friend that lives an hour away, the friend that lives 30 minutes away, these friendships they're not failing because of distance. They're failing because I'm not prioritizing them and I'm not talking to them and I'm not connecting with them. And if you are not doing that in any friendships, you're isolating yourself. You're making yourself lonely. And I think a lot of us felt that in the last two and a half years, like almost three years at this point, because everyone felt that everyone had to do that. And then we just got used to doing it and here we are three years later. And if you've not tried to go back on all of that, that's, it sucks, but it's on you. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes that like, okay, I haven't talked to this friend in a long time. I haven't hung out with this friend in a long time. Maybe I make the move. And I just say like, I don't know what's going on in our friendship. I don't know why we haven't talked, but I want to change it. And I want to fix it. Cause I've done that too, where I didn't hang out with a like a friend that I hung out with all the time, she thought I was mad at her and I thought she was mad at me. And like, there was no reason we were just not communicating. So I think that as an adult, that's where it comes down to is that communication aspect that you don't have to worry about as a kid or as a college student.
0: (sighs) Yeah, for sure. I think for me, it's, And I'm sure it was me pushing on Marco Polo for us to be friends because other than two friends that I have here in Minnesota, all of my friends are long. And so I have just learned what you have to do in order to maintain friendships that are long distance. And it definitely sucks. I mean, for me, like I... And for them. like It it just sucks because like I... There's so many people that I'm like, ugh, I just like you. I'm always like, oh my God, I wish we could just go work at a coffee shop and like go hang out, right? And that's really, really hard. But I think it's also something to where I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could tell younger Brie that she is going to grow up and she is going to have so many friends that are really good friends that really care about her and just are, are incredible people because I didn't have that growing up. So like Mm -hmm. you and I have very different ways that we grew up. So I grew up, I was homeschooled my entire life. Is that how you say it? I don't know. My entire schooling kindergarten through 12th grade, I was homeschooled and I, I, Outside of that, with my siblings, I also grew up very in a very um, religious household. Mm-hmm. And so, my only friends were my cousins and like a couple of people that went to um, a couple of other girls that went to church with us. And that was that was my life. And I remember I will never forget it, but I remember being a young kid i was probably i don't know eight or nine years old and being so upset and that's the one that's the version of me i wish i could talk to is because i was so upset and i was laying in my bed and like just really upset and my mom came in and asked me what was wrong and i said i just wish i had friends i don't have any Mm -hmm. friends and i know it broke her heart I know it was extremely hard for her. And obviously, you don't want your kid to feel like that ever. Um, and, but I just remember her telling me, like, one day you're going to have so many friends. And yeah. so that's the version I wish I could tell myself like, mom's right. Like, she's really right. It's really going to happen because I think about that a lot just when, you know, going through life and just being so grateful that, like, if I picked up the phone, somebody's going to answer if I call. Oh, yeah. And so many people are going to text me back and be there for me for the good and the bad. And so that's just taught me like, yeah, long distance relationships are hard, but you can have solid friendships no matter the distance. And you're right. I do think that is something a lot of people realized during COVID because we were forced into distance. And honestly, I think that's, A good thing that came from it is learning how to keep in touch with people and learning how to maintain friendships.
1: Yeah. No, I agree with that because it was a whirlwind. I mean, like we all had our little bubbles. Yeah. Do do we call them bubbles? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And honestly, I do think that during, you know, during 2020 was when my core friend group locally to me um really solidified because and that was a location had a lot to do with that as far as like who we bubbled with because it was a bunch of friends in our neighborhood and but they have become and like they were friends before but they have really become the people I called to to hang out with the people I want to go shopping with or whatever now that we can move and I feel like now that we can move around and go do things is so a year ago but <laughs> it's still so weird for me to like get on a plane and not wear a mask and I'm like what is oh, happening
0: <laughs> There's, we just we went through a lot the last three years <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. but also like the friends that aren't near you like I was trying to calculate up on my hands how many days you and I have spent together this year and I think we're at like 11 or 12. <laughs> Are we Which, really? Yeah because we had our retreat in May and then we had, I came to visit you and yeah. then we had spark. So oh gosh. I so spent that more was...
0: time with you in the last year than even I feel like local friends, <laughs> <laughs> but like you can make those trips.
1: I mean, yes. start a business, make it a business expense. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I mean, and it's making the effort too on long distance friendships and Having those conversations of like, hey, we need to hop on Marco Polo because Bree and P- Haley talk about it all the time. And I don't know what it is, but we're going to try it. Yeah. <laughs> or, hey, let's make a FaceTime date once yeah. a month. Or, hey, when can we see each other this year? Yeah. How can we... What does your life look like this year? What does my life look like this year? And I think it just... It's prioritizing. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's yeah. really what it comes down to. And like... If it's worth it to both of you, then you'll figure out ways to make it work. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. So with all of that being said, have you lost friends over the years and how has that been?
1: Yes, I, I have. Um, I know I mentioned that like having to decide the friends that you know, don't pour into you or make you feel good when you're with them. I've, there's, there's been a friend I've lost with that. And I, it sucks because there are so many good memories there. But at the same time, it's like, I feel like I'm a better person because I don't have the negativity in my life. And that sucks. Right. At the same time, I've, I feel like I've lost friends but then regained some friends this year through those you know the outreach and trying to prioritize making them friends again because and like with the one friend that we hadn't spoken for so long when we got back together it was like no time had passed yeah and I loved that I loved like Falling back into the conversations that we used to have, but like also being where we are now, because there's some friends that, you know, you used to be friends with and you try reconnecting and you just, all you have to talk about is that time frame in your life Mm -hmm. and not the current day. And that is something I've tried getting out of when I've reconnected because I caught myself doing it like, oh, well, did you hear where this person is now and what they're doing? And do you remember that time we did this? But instead, like, focusing on, like, okay, how are you in life right now? Where are you in life? And getting to know them as they are yeah. today. I feel because... like that leads
0: to such deeper conver- – like, not deeper convers- – yes, deeper conversations, but healthier friendships.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: No, I mean, you're just not dwelling on the past and you're care- caring about – the future and the present. And Mm -hmm. that's just something I'm like super focused on is just being in the present. Yeah. is something that just helps me with my mental health a lot. And so I think it's really good that you're doing that.
1: And I think too, like, it's important. It's really important to me. And I know this is a conversation I want to have at some point on the podcast of like, knowing that people change and like, Mm -hmm. whether that's a friend from a long time ago or someone you went to high school with, like they are not the same people that they were. Hopefully they're not (laughs) in some capacity they could be, but I'm a very different person now than I was 10 years ago or even five years ago. Like I, I think about that all the time of like people I haven't spoken to in years and I'm like, what do they think of me now? Like (laughs) I shouldn't even care, but I mean, it runs through all of our minds of like, Oh, What, like, what is their opinion of of me? (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: But then I'm like, well, if they were part of my life, they would know, but they're not. So maybe they'll find it through this podcast.
0: (laughs) Right. Long lost friends start popping up in our DMs. Hey.
1: (laughs) I mean, I still follow people. I still connect with them and engage with their content on like Facebook and Instagram. But yeah, like on a one-on-one level, you don't really know anyone just by, you know, stalking their Instagram pages. No, you don't know all. them, so.
0: Not <laughs> at all. And you shouldn't make assumptions about other people based on that either.
1: Yeah. How has it been for you? Have you lost friends as, as an adult or even in the last two years?
0: Yeah, I think usually, you know, looking back, Because like I said, like I didn't really grow up having a bunch of friends. Like it was cousins and like a couple of friends here and there. And one friend that I grew up with, you know, like we are in touch. And it's kind of funny, like you said, it's like one of those people that you can just pick up with right where you left off. And that's how it is with her, where she knows me well enough and knows my life and my family that I can just pick up and she can too, like right where we left off and jump into Mm -hmm. a deeper conversation or something funny or me talking about my plans, like whatever, (laughs) it doesn't matter. But then other ones, yeah, I just feel like it was life going in different directions and there Mm -hmm. wasn't even a conversation that was had of like, you know, it's never, I feel like, well, at least for me, it's never anything like, major or like we had this big fight and blah 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 and now we're not friends anymore I've never had that happen it's always just kind of been like a casual drifting apart and me realizing I'm putting more into this than and I'm not hearing back from them and I'm trying but I can only do so much and that can suck it really can but I do think I don't know. It's just part of life. And that's not to say that like, you know, if we were to meet up that we couldn't just like pick right back up where we left off. Like, who knows? Like I have some friends that could text me and us pick right back up and continue our friendship. I haven't had anything major. I will say, and I know we'll probably dive into this in another podcast episode. I will say the last couple of years have been very interesting for anybody living in the states or even even not living in the states it's just been very interesting different things that have come up that have tried to break friendships apart and that have tried to make things very polarizing and that does suck and it's not something that i i don't want it to affect friendships Because I I don't think that it should at the end of the day, hopefully. Like, hopefully we can all be empathetic humans and attempt to work together. I mean, that's my, like, you know, me wanting to see the world through rose-colored glasses perspective (laughs) of, like, let's all just be happy and get along. (laughs) I know that's not realistic. I've been dealing with it myself for the last few years. And so that is something that has been challenging, not with a lot of people, but with a few So that has caused some issues, but yeah, I feel like for the most part, it's just kind of life happening and you both, I think, I think that's the thing is like, you both have to choose to be in it. Yeah. You know, it's like with, you know, if you have a partner and it's a romantic relationship, like you both have to put in the effort to make it work. Yeah. And it's the exact same thing with friendships. Like it's, it's no different. It, I don't, there's not this like magical thing that happens that it's different with friendships and it makes things easier and you don't have to put as much effort into it. You still have to try. Otherwise the relationship is going to be broken.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think too, like, even now as I'm sitting here talking, I'm thinking about friendships that I haven't put in the
0: effort in in the
1: last (laughs) few months, years. And I'm like, I need to reach out to her or. Right. Or like conversations
0: that I need to just have. And And I'm
1: like, I hope they don't listen to this episode and be like, (laughs) she didn't reach out to me (laughs) because I'm like, I'm thinking of you right now. Don't you worry.
0: I know. But again, like it's also extending grace and empathy to each other. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so for us, I I think it's for us extending it to our friends. Mm -hmm. Also extending it to ourselves. And for hopefully those friends extending it to us.
1: Yeah. And what you were talking about with like things happening in the world that are hard to navigate with friendships and having those conversations, that is something that we will be talking more about. Um, it's something that Bree and I talk a ton about in our own conversations as two people who don't always believe the same things and like have, we were raised differently. We were taught different things and we've had to question our own belief system and, you know, what we want to teach our kids when we have them and what we want to, you know, put out into the world as far as navigating those conversations. And I think it's important that the two of us, how we have handled those conversations, I think it's, I think it's mature and what we've done, but also like we are, are empathetic to each other and we take the time to listen. And it's not like, I hate you for believing a certain way (laughs) (laughs) you can be upset and like, I don't understand it. But like at the end of the day, we have this friendship that I think as long as we are open to understanding and learning more from each other, that's, that's what matters.
0: Something that my husband and I joke about is like, Oftentimes we're like, oh my gosh, we're so much alike and wanting these different things. Like last night he was, we sat down to eat dinner and watch Modern Family. And he's like, I just love that we both love the same thing. And that we're, (laughs) want to just like (laughs) chill and be cozy and whatever. And then other times we'll have these like difference of opinions and be like, you know, we're different people. Yeah. (laughs) And like our relationship would be terrible if we were... The exact same on everything.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> I think that goes with friendships too. Like, if we agreed on every single little thing and there was nothing to separate the two of us, it would be a really freaking boring friendship. <laughs> it would be
1: boring. <laughs> There'd be nothing to talk about.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like, what am I going to say? Because you're already thinking the exact same thing.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, my I gosh.
0: Well, this is such a good way to kick off, you know, conversations that we're going to keep having about friendships and I'm excited for the ones that we're going to continue to have and just even talking about being an adult and how things have changed as growing into adults. So before we wrap, what are you cheersing to this week?
1: I, because of this topic, I am cheersing to second chances with friends and I, Hope everyone else will be inspired by this conversation to reach out to that friend that you haven't talked to in a while that you miss or figure out like who is pouring into you and if it's worth a, a second chance if they're not. So, yeah,
0: that's what I'm cheers into. What about you? Along the same lines, but I am cheering to therapy. I have mm-hmm. been going to therapy for a little over a year now, and that has really helped me with processing relationships and conversations and has just taught me so much about communication, honestly, Mm -hmm. like just how to be more empathetic and be more present and to have conversations when you need to, or how to even just think of things in somebody else's point of view. I think there's room for all of us to grow in that way. And that's something that I've really loved learning in therapy. And that was like something, you know, I was excited about doing and improving my life in that way. And so cheers to therapy guys. (laughs) I love it. All right. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to go and find us online. You can find all the show notes linked in our description below. Make sure you are following us on social media and a part of our Facebook group. If you haven't joined already, the Bossy community is where we just wanted to bring a place where all of us could come together and have conversations in real life. Instead of you guys just listening to me and Haley, we want to chat with you guys as well.
1: Awesome. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for grabbing drinks with us today.
0: Let's Grab Drinks is brought to you by Bossy Life Co. You can find show notes at letsgrabdrinkspod.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Cheers, Cheers, friends. friends.